Street Smart Biz and Retirement Show, Retirement Mastery, and Ron Richards are not tendering tax, legal, or investment advice. This content and information is based solely on Ron Richards' personal opinions and research. If tax, legal, or investment advice is required, you should seek the services of a qualified professional. This is the Street Smart Biz and Retirement Show with Ron and Julie Richards on 1310 KFKA. Now, here's Ron and Julie. Good morning. Good morning, Northern Colorado. Good morning, Julie. Good morning. Welcome to Street Smart Biz and Retirement Show. This is Ron. And Julie Richards. And this is all about getting financially educated. Or getting left behind. Or getting left behind. Boy, what a crazy week, huh? Yeah. Uh, It really is. By the way, it is uh, something Saturday, right? Small business business Saturday. Saturday. And what that means to our listening audience is go out and support a local small business. Uh, go shop local. Go buy local. You know, don't go to Target and Walmart or Costco today. Go support the local small business owner and not Amazon, <laughs> Julie. Yeah. <laughs> so, again, it's all about keeping the money in the community. Quan uh, Ju is what a friend of mine has always called it, Quan Ju, that, meaning that, the people, Oriental people, uh, have a tendency to do that. They shop local. They keep their money in their own community. They do. They trade businesses back and forth. And um, so, I think a, bar, a good barter system would be good right now. Yeah, that'd be great, wouldn't it? Yep. And support uh, your local restaurants. They're struggling right now. Boy, they are. I mean, the bars and restaurants, any place, if you can order carry out, do that because it does help them get through this. Uh, Plandemic. Did I say plandemic? Oh, I mean pandemic. <laughs> so, so anyway, get it, get out there and, uh, and support the uh, small business Saturday. Oh, by the way, the lights uh, out at uh, Island Grove, uh, they did a good job on the lights. I mean, it, it could be a little better, but, but again, if you like Christmas lights, if you like the, uh, the colors of the lights, uh, take out, take a little drive uh, between 5.30 and 8.30 tonight. You can go out to Island Grove and for five bucks, get to see a great light show. Yeah, we went from there to the uh, Greeley Griswolds. Yeah, we did. We kind of made the rounds. We uh, we got our eyes filled with lights last night. Yeah. And uh, boy, talking about getting our eyes filled, what a week we've had. The Dow Jones Industrial Average hit 30,000. It actually closed above 30,000. First time in the history of the stock market we've ever had it that, that high. Again, Street Smart Biz and Retirement Show is about things that are going on in the in our community, things that are going on in our country, and things that are going on internationally. And so we like to touch on a little bit of everything and uh, just give you a good smorgasbord of information and knowledge and education. Again, financial education. Yeah. And well, the interesting thing about what's happening right now is, you know, they say there's only 2% inflation, but they... It's a designed and it's funneled, the inflation is funneled right into the stock market, right into real estate. Yeah, Um, stocks, real estate, bonds. And they realize that the problem they're having is they haven't gotten the money into the people's hands to have wages go up. There's the problem. You know, I think the way they look at it, though, is, you know what, we are getting people into the hands of the 
uh, middle Americans and and people that are savers and investors, meaning the stock market has gone up and up and up and up, meaning their people's 401ks, people's IRAs, people's investments in the mutual fund stocks and bonds continue to rise. So they look at that as a form of, yeah, we're taking care of you because we're keeping the stock market high, right? Julie's like, what? <laughs> yes, that that is true. And yeah, again, I'll just leave it at that. We'll just leave it at that. But but again, Dow Jones Industrial Average has never hit thirty thousand. It hit thirty thousand. It's it's down, back down underneath that right now. Well, um, some months ago, I heard Trump say it. He said the Dow would hit thirty. He was right. Well, of course, he's you know somewhat in charge along with the rest of them. So yes, it. He said it. It did it. <laughs> Let's talk a little bit about, uh, we do a street smart snapshot, and uh, the snapshot is going to be interesting today because we're going to talk a little bit about why the Dow Jones went up, why cryptocurrency went up, why gold and silver went down. Um, and so we're going to kind of address a little bit of that. And we don't think it's just a, you know, we think the whole thing's manipulated. And again, it's our opinion. This is our opinion. This is not financial advice. Don't go to your advisor and say, hey, my, we heard on the radio that this whole thing's manipulated. What can we do about that? <laughs> he's going he's gonna to probably laugh just like we laughed at you, uh, uh, laughed at ourselves about talking about it. Because, I mean, again, the S&P is at 3638. I mean, again, all-time high on the S&P. Dow Jones closed yesterday at $29,910, almost at $30,000, all-time high. Uh, the NASDAQ is at all-time high, $12,205. The NASDAQ closed at. Never been above $12,000 uh, in the previous months and years that we've been talking about this. In the history. In the history. Crude oil, $45.53, so it's come back a little bit. Crude oil was lower, under 40 two weeks ago. Uh, gold, 17 Eighty-eight on the gold price. What so, was that top that we hit a few weeks ago? Two uh, didn't it hit two thousand, but did not close at two thousand. So okay. nineteen eighty is about the high. And again, uh, gold it, it was at an all-time high, but now we're back to seventeen eighty-eight. Silver twenty-two dollars and sixty-three cents. I'm not going to like this horse race, am I? You're not going to like the horse race very much. But <laughs> but again, silver. To me, is an all-time buy, uh, all-time best time in the world to buy silver is right now because it's out of favor with Wall Street, and most people are are taking money out of gold and silver. And what are they doing? They're buying cryptocurrency. They're buying stocks. They're buying Elon Musk Tesla. They're buying Amazon. They're buying Apple. So again, when you start to see people pulling money out of hard assets, and you it's precious metals. precious metals, hard assets like that, you know, you know, again. I think it's being manipulated. They're holding these prices down. Um, but at some point, the uh, curtain will be pulled back, right? The Wizard of Oz, remember the guy? Yeah, the guy running the, the levers. levers. <laughs> he was running the levers. But then they pulled back the curtain and realized, oh, it's all a game. And uh, well, I think the, the, the curtain is going to be pulled back on a lot of things, a lot of the manipulation, a lot of the... A lot right. of what's going on. Yep. 10-year bond, 0.84. So that would cause mortgage rates to sneak up a little bit. Um, but the 10-year bond is 0.84. So never in the history for years have we ever been below 1% on the 10-year bond. And it's 0.84. Like I said a couple weeks ago, that I had a client call me. They were going to renew her CD at 0.15%. So... <laughs> Not even 1%. 
Right. And so when you start to see that, you know things are messed up. Um, How about the cryptos? Oh, my gosh. I've been hearing. uh, Well, we have what we call a tribe. Yeah, we do have a crypto tribe. And uh, and we meet once a month. The crypto tribe has been very um, uh, elated. If you've not been to uh, a meetup group, go to meetup and and click on uh, blockchain, Bitcoin and beyond BBB. Uh, blockchain bitcoin and beyond it's meetup.com at meetup.com and that's a group that we uh we've been involved in for three years we started the group three years ago and about once a month we have an just a really a good culture uh, of people that care about the community of cryptos oh there was three four c's there were there (laughs) so so again when you understand learning and the more you know and the more you study and start to learn about electronic money and we call it digital gold bitcoin would be a digital gold uh ethereum is a is a different coin litecoin there's there's now four thousand coins Uh, we only really kind of cover the top 10 or 15 coins um but and you know how i feel about and julie that. is a bitcoin maximalist <laughs> and what that means is she just believes in bitcoin the rest of the coins ron you can play with them but don't put don't put our life savings in it don't yeah. bet the farm on the don't other coins don't bet what the was farm. interesting about the meeting though was that we had some new people show up which is great because is. um everybody likes to share information and some people that brought a side that were new that brought a side to it that we didn't really know much about, and that has to do with actually... Ethereum. Uh, no, pledging the coins for... Um, Ethereum. Yeah, I guess it is Ethereum. It's done on Ethereum okay. platform. And they they pledge the form, and it's called staking. So you can stake a coin and get interest off of it. Right, and I didn't really understand it, but um, it was interesting to hear a different side of things. And um, and that's what I think is so wonderful about the meeting is there's so many different angles to this, so much to know, and everybody brings a piece of knowledge and it helps the whole elevate the whole group with with the knowledge of different ways, different things, different um, where this is going, who's buying into it, where the money's coming from, how they're created. I mean, it's uh, it's amazing. Two weeks ago, Bitcoin was 12,000. It went to 13,000. Went to 14,000. On the 15th of November. Yeah, yeah, here's the story. How do you tell the story? How it worked? It went to 15,000. On the 16th. On the very next day. 16,000. On November 17th, it went to 17,000. And on the 18th, it went to Mm 18,000. And then it kind of held there for three or four days. And then it went to 19,500. Right. So that was the high. And now it's dipped back down to 17,300. So when you start to understand that Bitcoin, it moves up fast and it moves down fast. And so what does my shirt say, Julie? It's still mostly uh, his shirt says buy the dip. <laughs> so, oh, I thought it meant you are the dip. <laughs> uh, uh, no, that's what we had for Thanksgiving. Dip. Julie. Dip. Oh, yeah. Um, but um, the whole thing about it is and from its inception, it has really gone up two steps back one up two steps back one. Now, sometimes it's been up six steps back eight, but. It started out at pennies. It went to twenty thousand. Um, we're now at seventeen thousand. So we're so. near. We're near the all time high. Yeah. But yeah. here's the crazy part. It's been the best performing asset for the last ten years, 
year Bar in, none. year out. There's not another asset, including Apple, including Amazon, including, uh, you know, uh, um, any of the big, big uh, fang stocks, Facebook, Amazon, Netflix, or Google. It's outperformed every one of those stocks. And you have to look at uh, now big corporations all across America are looking at Bitcoin as a reserve currency asset in their portfolio. Well, you have to understand that it is hard money, yeah. and what that means is that it's not when when we when we just print money, that's easing. Yeah, that's easy money. Right, easy money, and hardening is is hard money. I mean, it's not. Um, I don't know, how would you describe hard money? Well, the, you can't just print a piece it. of silver in my pocket. That's hard money. That's hard money. A piece of gold would be hard money. Right. And the interesting thing about Bitcoin, as I looked at it, with the way that it's um, designed, is it gets harder the older yeah. that it gets. And we're going to explain that in a second. We'll be right back. We've got to take a little break. We're going to talk about hard money. Coming right back. Ron and Julie, and uh, we're just kind of uh, discussing different topics around money, around investments, and around uh, hard assets. And, and, we, and we were in the street smart snapshot and got detoured. Yeah, we did. Sorry. Uh, again, you get me talking about crypto, so I could talk all day. Um, I, I really do. I mean, I, I'll tell you, just in the last two weeks, all the financial institution and trading legends that recognize Bitcoin as gold 2.0. Um, let me just give you a li- little list here. A little company called Fidelity recommended Bitcoin. Did J- they tweet it? They did. JP Morgan Chase recommends Bitcoin. Bloomberg, Bitcoin. Deutsche Bank, Bitcoin. Citibank recommends Bitcoin. They think it's going to 300,000. It's at what do we say? 17,000. Uh, BlackRock recommending Bitcoin. Paul Tudor Jones, Stanley Druckenmiller, Michael Saylor, all these guys are recommending and own Bitcoin, and these institutions are investing in Bitcoin. So you, the the average investor out there, me, the average investor out there, should have some in your portfolio. And so Julie and I believe in that, don't we? We do, but I, I, I still don't think it's for everybody. No, it may not be for that. everybody, but let's talk about this little horse race we started in oh, June. Oh, boy. We- Okay, and they're up. And uh, so hey, we, we're kind of rounding the, uh, we're, what are we, four months in? We're four yeah, months June in. June 19th. Yeah, June 19th, we started this little horse race. We took the stimulus Five money months. and we we added a little money to it. So we both started with $1,850, didn't we? We did. 1850 is what we started with. The government gave us 12. We added the rest. And Julie's Goldilocks horse, that's the mm-hmm. name of Julie's horse, is now worth $1,888. Mm. So Julie is up $38, better than a CD. On a CD, okay. you might have a couple $3 in there, but you have $38 gain on your gold. Well. Okay, on your gold. Okay. okay. And then so on the other side of the thing, I took the money and I bought 
Bitcoin Blues is the name of my horse. And uh, Bitcoin Blues, by the way, um, because I'm a blues freak, I just decided to call her Bitcoin Blues, and she's a screamer. <laughs> Bitcoin she's Blues, a screamer. she's a screamer. So if you look at the price of what the $1,850 is worth today since June 19th, uh-huh. Since June 19th, it's worth $3,460. So it's gone up sixteen ten, and Julie's is up $38. And again, we think they're both manipulated. It's the tortoise and the hair. Oh, okay. so yeah, your, your hair better get moving. Cause, no, I'm the tortoise. Oh, you're the tortoise? Because I don't know if she's going to win the race. And we're going to December 31st at 8 o'clock. We can't make it till midnight. So we're going till 8 o'clock on December 31st, and we're going to determine who the winner of the horse race is is yes well since we're married you both win but that's not the point no we've had a good time with it and you know we tell all our friends and they look like you know their eyes glaze over like oh boy he's going to talk about bitcoin again (laughs) (laughs) sorry sorry folks i it's kind of uh inbred in me i i shouldn't say that i i have studied a lot and um, and I really, when you understand that five bitcoins today is almost worth a hundred thousand dollars, when you get that, that you could have bought five bitcoins ten years ago for five dollars, and now it's worth a hundred thousand dollars. Well, let me know when one is worth a hundred thousand. I'll be. You'll be happy? Yeah. Yeah. Again, when you understand that it's only been around about 10 or 11 years, and Bitcoin is the best performing asset in the history of the world. There's never been a better performing asset um, as far as investments go uh, in the history of the world. So understanding that, you know, I don't know if I give you optimist or excitement and thrill, euphoria, whatever it is. But again, you have to understand that it's going to fluctuate 10 to 20 percent, 30 percent in a year's time, four or five times. In other words, it's going to go up 10 or 20 percent. You think you're doing well, and then it's going to go down 40 percent. And you think, oh, I better sell it because I'm going to lose all my money. And then it'll turn around and go right back up. I mean, in the period of three days, it's gone It's gone up and down uh, 15 to 20 percent. So it just happens that way, and that's the way it is. Uh, again, let's go back to the stock market. Um, you know, when you understand that the Dow Jones Industrial Average has never hit 30,000 before, and we have 30 million people unemployed in this country, Julie. And so with 30 million people unemployed and the stock market keeps going up, it seems like something's unhinged, doesn't it? Yeah, it doesn't seem, uh, you know, it's that common sense thing, I guess. Yeah, it's the new superpower. Yeah. (laughs) If you have common sense, it's a superpower in this day and age. Because you know what? Everything you read is, you know, everything, you know, is is all hunky-dory when it comes to the stock and bond market. But everything else part of our lives is, is really, you know, businesses are going out of business left and right. People are unemployed. People are, you know, people are sick. Well, just hang on to your common sense. Yeah. You, you, were, you were given it. Um, and people have tried to convince you that, that that's, that's not how things are and what is right is wrong and what is wrong is right. Try and hold on to that common sense. Thing. You know, Julie and I read a scripture almost every morning. We missed this morning, but we, we read a, quite a bit out of a, a, a book that I'm trying to think of the name of it. It's called The Daily Word. The Daily Word is what it's called. And we were reading a, a, a little bit. Uh, I think two weeks ago, it was November 14th, and it talked about a divine order. 
And in this world, there's in, in this world of retirement and finances and investments, there's a divine order to things. And every single person, you know, everybody's different. So that divine order is not the same for everybody. But having a balance in your portfolio and not having all your eggs in mutual funds, not having all your eggs in Bitcoin, or not having all your eggs in real estate or gold and silver, to me makes sense. There should be a balance to your divine order. And it's based on your risk profile. It's based on your timelines before you need the money. But there is an order to things. And to think there's not an order to this world and to your life, I think you're sadly mistaken. I don't think there's an order to this world, not when it comes to finances. Oh, really? No. Let's talk about that. Let's, let's just peel, peel that onion back. It doesn't make sense. Because it's manipulated? Yes. Is that why you're saying that? Yes. Because it's manipulated makes it even more important that you better have a plan. Because if you don't have a plan and they manipulate the price up, and worse yet, they manipulate the price down, and you don't have a plan in place when the market goes down, you're going to be very sad. And so understanding that when the markets are manipulated up, you can take advantage of that. And then when the markets are manipulated down, I'm not saying you buy puts and calls. I'm not saying you go out and buy derivatives like the big the big boys and girls do. But I'm saying diversify your money. You've made a ton of money in the stock market. Take some money off the table. Again, common sense is the new superpower. It just makes sense. You've made a pile of money in the stock and bond market. Why wouldn't you reallocate that some of those gains take the profits off the table and hold them for a better day to buy more so again buy the dip that can happen with stocks it can happen with bonds it can happen with gold and silver and it can happen with cryptocurrency and real estate so once you get that to understand that profit's a good thing and most people think, oh, I'm not going to sell any of my stocks and bonds they're they're doing so well why would I stop do you think they go up forever no. Yes. It's cyclical. <laughs> Everything cycles. So, but it doesn't. It does. It every doesn't ten years. Anymore. Every ten years, things. It used to do that. Oh, it for the last five hundred to... years, it goes up and then it goes down. Right, but it, it goes doesn't up, anymore. It just melts up because they think they can manipulate it to go up forever. I don't know about if I buy that. Well, you may not buy it, but that's what they're doing. I know. That's Julie keeps saying, Ron, if we years. just put the money in the Dow Jones Industrial Average or S&P 500, look where we'd be today. Again, we wouldn't have seen the opportunity in cryptos or we wouldn't have seen the opportunity in gold and silver or real estate if we'd have done that. Well, we still have some there, so it's, oh, no, no, it's no, fine. No but, doubt. No doubt. But, but um, the... The thing is, everything in life, they keep manipulating. And I'm not just talking about money. Right. I, well, I guess I still You am. mean votes? They're no, many I'm talking votes. about people think that capitalism is bad because they think this is capitalism and that this is is bad because we have the, the, the huge divide between haves and haves not, have nots. This is not capitalism. Yeah. I understand capitalism. Capitalism means if you make a mistake, you fail and we let you. And you fail and you start over. That's right. That's the whole thing about being an entrepreneur. You you get it right 
And then sometimes you don't. Right. And you suffer the consequences when you don't. They and don't let don't. big corporations suffer the That's consequences. That's right. This is right. not capitalism. Don't you think we're into a new financial system? And I think we're in the eye of the hurricane right now. Meaning, I think we're in for a new financial system. Well, not only that. If you go beyond that, what I think is we are coming out of being the world superpower. Yeah. Um, I think we're transitioning, and like it or not, it's China. But um, in what saying that— What does that mean? That, China will be the new superpower? Well, what I'm saying is that the, uh, the United States is the world reserve currency. We are. And I don't think it's staying that way. I think we're in the eye of the hurricane right I, now, yep. and that we will no longer be the world reserve currency. I think you're right. I, I do believe that's coming. There are there are bad things and there are good things about that. There are some things of all bad things, everything bad that happens, there are good that comes out of it, just like in this pandemic. Yeah. Um, And not being the world reserve currency. There are some good things about that. Let's talk about that when we come back. We got a we got a great show. The rest of the show, it's halftime. Be right back. Don't miss it. background and julie we're uh, we're talking about worldly things we're talking about investments and money and retirement today and um you know it, it's funny first they laugh at you uh first they ignore you then they laugh at you then they fight you and then you win you know who wrote that gandhi and again you know what when you look at what's going on common sense is basically been thrown out the window and we're in just a world of it's a mad max world out there and they don't want you to go to thanksgiving gatherings they don't want you to go to christmas gatherings with your family i call hooey on that and again um it should not stop families from being together i think it's a it's important um we were just listening to a guy a chiropractor that julie kind of follows and he was talking about the importance of love and the importance of having family and an importance of hugging and, uh, and being how it helps your immune system and how it helps your immune system and how it helps you stay healthy and understanding that um it, it's a it's a big deal um so i don't know how I got off on health. But again, health is your wealth and wealth is your health. And if you don't pay attention to it, who's going to? And um, if you're just counting on your advisor to uh, take care of all your financial needs, I think you're going to be sadly mistaken. Um, And during the fragile risk zone, and we call that right before retirement and right after retirement, five years before, five years after, um, are the most important times that you should be paying attention to your money, to your retirement, to your IRA, to your 401k, your annuities, your life insurance, all that stuff. Um, It's now is the time to pay attention to it. Because if you're in that fragile risk zone right before you're getting ready to retire and we have a market correction or a market cycle uh, deflation comes into play guess what you're going to lose 10 20 30 40 percent of your assets and uh, 
But if you pay attention and diversify your assets and take a asset allocation module and have uncorrelated assets to the stock and bond market in your portfolio, things like annuities, things like uh, gold and silver, things like real estate, cryptocurrency, you'll be diversified and you won't suffer near as much as the people that did not diversify and the people that left all their eggs in one basket, i.e. the stock and bond market, i.e. mutual funds. So understanding it makes sense to to diversify now while um, the, the prices are good. It's a great time to buy gold and silver. It's a great time to buy cryptos. It's a great time to buy, and I don't sell any of that stuff, but it's not who's right. It's what's right. And what's right is to diversify out of the Wall Street casino and not have all your eggs. I'm not saying you shouldn't keep money in the Wall Street casino because we do. We keep money in stocks and bonds, but not a high percentage. It's a lower percentage, isn't it? Yes. Yes. It, it, you know, like I said, everybody is a little bit different. The, the whole idea of it is setting up a plan. Yep. I mean, that's the point of, um, of a 401k is it it is a it is a plan and it it is an automated plan regardless is, of yeah. what the stock market That's is right. doing. That's right. So it the idea is have a plan. Well, you know what the idea around the 401k was? That the pensions are gone. Right. It was went from a defined benefit pension it plan. was a planned thing to put the onus on to the employees rather than the employer. So the emphasis went to managing money yourself. Emphasis went to managing, uh, you're going to manage your own retirement plan inside of an IRA or a 401k where the pension is not going to be viable. We were just talking a little bit about unions, and the unions were good because they used to negotiate the pensions. The unions used to be good because they, they would negotiate your your uh you know, your paycheck, your hourly wages and those kind of things. But those days are kind of, you know, they put the responsibility now on the employee. And now what are they doing? They're laying off employees. So we're in a crazy world. Um, and, and again, you think maybe I should just put the money in the bank. Well, it, this is written by Henry Ford years ago. It says it, it's, it is well enough to, that the people of the nation do not understand our banking and monetary system. For if they did, I believe there would be a revolution tomorrow morning. Yeah. When you understand that they're manipulating interest rates to all-time lows because they don't want to leave you to leave money in the banks, because they want your money in Wall Street, they want your money in the bond and stock markets. Well, I wouldn't doubt that we do hit negative interest rates. Um, and if you can wrap your head around that, think um, about it first. Let, just explain that to me. I put ten thousand bucks in in my checking account or my savings account, and a year later, and a year later, my ten thousand is worth ninety five hundred. Yeah, that's what negative like interest that. rates mean. Right. Well, they're already doing that because well, the word inflation is a form of, of negative interest rates. Right. So they design it to make you react. In the way that they want you to, which means that you spend the money as fast as it comes in. Yeah. You don't put it in the bank and save it. Well, how about paying off debt? They don't. They like that. really don't like that, do they? Because the whole system is built around debt. So if you do want to, if you are curious and you want to start your financial education, I highly recommend that you go to YouTube, go to uh, 
The Hidden Secrets of Money by Mike Malone. Start on episode one and work your way through that. Yeah. But episode one talks about the difference between currency and money. And I always say that that is the the very first step is understanding what that difference is. So uh, The Hidden Secrets of Money, Mike Maloney, it is a great um, first step in a financial it's like uh, It's like financial 101. Right. If you really want to learn about money and how money works, you have to understand that gold and silver was here before paper money right. was. And you have to understand how money is created. How does it come into this, into existence? Yeah. Yeah. And and now, you know, governments obviously manipulate gold and silver. But but again, you, when you understand that you get no interest rate in a bank. They do that by something called the COMEX. Yeah. Yeah. They, they, they manipulate gold and silver with through the COMEX. Right. That's right. So the COMEX is a is an exchange that um, sets the price. the price. And and what's crazy is they 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 basically do derivative pricing against gold and silver, meaning there's paper contracts that are tied to the real asset. Right. But here's the problem. For every ounce of silver, there's maybe 300 paper contracts against that one ounce of silver. So they really can manipulate it with paper, even though there's no paper behind it. It's all funny money. It's all Ponzi-type money. We will get someday to real price discovery. When when people stand, or what's it called, hold for delivery? Hold for delivery. Stand Stand for for delivery. delivery. That's when the price will be, the real price will be discovered, when people stand for delivery. Would you say that would be a free market? Yep. Let's talk about free markets coming back. We've got to take a break. We're going to talk about free markets. Be right back. We're back. We're back. Play the blues, folks. Play the blues. You know, we've been in a blues kind of year. You know, in the last 10 months, we've gone through a pandemic. We've had to shelter in place. We've had an economic shock in a lot of different ways. Liquidity crisis. We've had record unemployment. Oil went negative. When was the last time you seen oil go minus zero? In other words, negative. Where it became an actual cost to have it. Yes. We've had the largest monetary stimulus package ever in the history. Just in the last four months, we've printed $5 trillion. Probably in this year alone, we've made so many homeless people. Yeah. And we and we still have 35 days to go <laughs> in the year. So that's all happened in the last nine months. So, again, you understand why people are really kind of, you know, uneasy and they're not at peace with what's going on right now. I mean, my phone is ringing off the hook about, Ron, what should I do? I mean, should I should I stay or should I go now? (laughs) You know, because because they've made so much money in this market. And the stories that we hear, you know, about the families and um, how this has caused such a rift. And I think that we just need to remember that. That's what we've got. You right. know, we, right. we've we've got family and you just go outside, get some sun and look up in the sky and realize that everything that we're dealing with is so minute. In the grand scheme of things, enormity. if you just go for a walk or run or a bike and look up and look up and just realize how fortunate we are and how blessed we are. 
to be, you know, where we're at. And I and I know it's kind of crazy and you got to wear masks and all that stuff. But, you know, just put on a funny face. When you put that mask over your face, just think of something funny. And I think I, I go into the bank robber mode. Like I'm going to turn back the clock 150 years and I'm going to be in the 1800s and I'm going into bank robbing. Ron bank. loves to go in the bank with a mask on. Again, again, who thought, who did thunk it, where they, they encourage you to come in a bank with a mask on, you know, and, and again, because they don't want you to shed your, you know, your cooties or whatever. Again, my daughter calls them the cooties. You know, the biggest four questions that we get from people around retirement is, will my money last the rest of my life? What happens if I become or my spouse becomes ill? And how do I pass my assets to my family in a tax efficient manner? And then how can I maximize my distributions out of my IRA or my 401k. These are questions we get asked all the time. And even during the pandemic that we're dealing with, these are still important questions about retirement and about money. And that's why we put this show together to begin with was really we want to educate people on some basics around retirement planning, around money, and around investing. Because we find it such a fascinating subject. It is. And you know what? It's a puzzle. You know, every we don't have all the answers. And so sometimes that puzzle doesn't go together like it should all the time. So every now and then you should get a second opinion. You should come in and, and visit with me and have a cup of coffee and find out about other types of assets that you should be looking at in your portfolio that are not there today and nobody's really ed- ever educated you about it. So the reason we say get financially educated or get left behind is because it's changing and this entire world, our economy is changing, our money is changing over to a digital currency. And so if you don't see that happening or your advisor, worse yet, your advisor is not talking about some of these topics, you should really give me a call 970-310-4084 or text me. If you have a question, you can text me. That's my cell phone. Give me a ring. Right. And don't wait till your house, house is on fire. Yeah, don't wait till the market's already going down 10, 20, 30%. Do it now. Give me a send me a text. And that your health is in good shape because your health is a huge um, part of your financial picture. It is. It is. And, And understanding, you know, there are ways to, you know, increase your health and eat better, do things better. Like Julie said, we talk about that all the time, don't we? You know, just having vitamin D, getting sunshine on your body and, and getting fresh air in your lungs, C and D. All of those things are so inexpensive. Yep. That's why they're not talked about a lot. There's nobody's making money on those. But those are the critical things in this pandemic. C, D, and zinc. Yep. And a way to get the zinc in because the zinc needs some quercetin or or something to get into. It's hard for us to uptake zinc. And that's just, you know, that's what you put in your body. Go outside. Go visit your family. Go visit somebody you haven't talked to in a while. Uh, Friends and family are all we've got in this world. And so the sooner we realize that and embrace one another and embrace those relationships and friendships in a manner of love, I think life's going to be just back to normal. Well, the other not thing normal, is, but the we, new normal. Yeah, it, we will never be back to normal. But um, in this right moment, right here, and I think um, Alcoholics Anonymous talks about this: 
this moment right now, I don't have a problem. Right. If you are worried and have anxiety, it's because something that you're thinking about in the past or something you're thinking about for the future. You're not living in the moment. Right. And yeah. when you can go outside and look up, yep. you can live in the moment. Yep. So stay in the moment. Yeah. Don't look up and trip over the, you know, <laughs> trip over the, the crack in the, in the cement. But but again, it's it's really important that you do embrace the friendships, embrace the family and embrace your financial education, because that's all you got. And And again, once you realize that and you put a plan together and you understand that plans are meant to be adapted. In other words, you might have to set a goal and maybe you fell short or maybe you exceeded a goal and you need to put more balance in another area. Maybe it's a, you know, oh, we're constantly rebalancing. That's right. That's right. Know, when it comes to financial stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And again, we just want to thank all of you uh, for listening in and, and uh, go out and make it a, a great Saturday, support the local businesses, support the uh, small business Saturday and make it fun and make it fun. Thanks for being with us. You guys go out and have a great weekend. God bless each and every one of you. Bye now. The Street Smart Biz and Retirement Show, Retirement Mastery, and Ron Richards are not tendering tax, legal, or investment advice. This content and information is based solely on Ron Richards' personal opinions and research. If tax, legal, or investment advice is required, you should seek the services of a qualified professional.